0: You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. In this podcast, we're gonna talk about the bizarre interviews at a recent Trump rally. These people love him like he's the Messiah. Anti-vax claims a year out. According to some prominent anti-vaxxers, we should be magnetic cyborgs by now, Right. Televangelist Hank Kuhneman claiming that people to the left of hunting the homeless for sport are basically Hitler. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. If you want to send an email instead, the email address is telltalemailbag at gmail.com. Do you think Kanye will ever get help for these delusions that he is having with his bipolar disorder? Every strange thing that he does is mostly due to his bipolar. I think the sense of grandiosity that he is elite and the best and the biggest and, and knows everything and all that other stuff, that's from bipolar disorder. His emotional instability, jumping between being manic and depressed, that's definitely bipolar. But the beliefs that Kanye holds are not from bipolar disorder. I hear the same ideas coming straight out of the black Israelites or the Hebrew Israelites. If you're unfamiliar with this group, I've covered them on my channel, but the general idea is they believe that they are descendants of the original tribes of Israel. If that sounds familiar, it's probably because it is. Every group that believed themselves to be elite throughout history has claimed to be the real descendants of the tribes of Israel. And the current people who claim to be Jews right now are imposters. It is a deeply anti-Semitic belief system. But the Hebrew Israelites, aka the black Israelites, are a hate group, an extremist group, a cult, and they, are, they were responsible for a disproportionate amount of domestic terrorism in New York City against the Jewish community in 2019. I forget what the percentage was now, but it was really, really high. When Israel was created as a country, they said, if you... ...are Jewish and you can prove your ancestry, then you automatically have citizenship. Come back to Israel and live here with us. The Hebrew Israelites showed up in Israel and started living there because, I mean, a black community believed themselves to be the real descendants of Israel obviously we're incorrect. Recently, the Israeli government rejected their claim that they were descendants of the tribes of Israel and told them to get out, basically. And they are, the, the whole group is very anti-Semitic, very hateful against Jews. And Kanye is repeating their belief system verbatim. You could say that, yeah, maybe some of the things that he says and does are from bipolar disorder. I agree. My mom has bipolar disorder, my dad had bipolar disorder, my brother has bipolar disorder, my best friend grown up had bipolar disorder, my ex-wife has bipolar disorder. A lot of people around me have had it throughout my entire life. I know exactly what it looks like. And Kanye most definitely has it. But a lot of the beliefs that he holds and has been espousing recently are not from mental illness. It's from religious indoctrination. I'm not going to give Kanye the out of blaming it on mental illness when it's most definitely Kanye being a shithead and refusing to look at facts and information and think things through logically because he thinks he's too good to get something wrong. Um, I don't care. I don't care. Anyways, Kanye has come out and said some deeply anti-Semitic stuff recently, and he got dropped by a whole bunch of brands, Adidas and everything... Kanye claimed to have lost $2 billion overnight. I don't know how true that is. Maybe it's true. That could be accurate, hypothetically. He deserved it. He deserved every bit of it. So anyways, yeah, he comes out there and it says all kinds of really anti-Semitic stuff, right? The reason I wanted to talk about this, too, is because I got a voicemail about Kanye, which we'll get to in a minute. But he comes out there and he says this. Listen to this. Mid-October 2022. For
1: the Jewish people, what I'm doing is I'm me too in the Jewish culture. I'm saying y'all got to stand up and admit to what y'all been doing. And y'all just got away with it for so long that y'all don't even realize what y'all doing.
0: And what is it the, the Jewish culture is doing? They're living, they're just living their lives. They're just normal people. This would be like, okay, here's his claim. He's claiming that they are at the top of every industry, media, banking, and all these other, economy, whatever else. He's claiming that they're at the top of these industries and controlling people like puppets, which is an extremely anti-Semitic trope, and it's straight out of an old book called the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, if you want to read more about it or hear more about it, I talk about it at length in this video I released recently. It's called—it's on my main channel. It's called The Source of All Conspiracies, a 1902 document called The Protocols. That's the name of the video that I released on my Owen Morgan Telltale YouTube channel. Just check that out if you want to hear more about it. But That's the source of a lot of the anti-Semitic conspiracy theories that Kanye is spreading around. It's really no different than saying there are black people at the top of the music industry and the banking industry. Why are there why are there black people that why is there a black bank CEO? They must control the big banks, right? I've got a me to the black community because of what they're doing. It's no different than saying that. Seriously, that's basically what he just said. There is no cabal of Jewish people at the top pulling strings and controlling people. This is just plain and simple, pure, unadulterated anti-Semitism.
1: And it's like, y'all can't fuck with me either because y'all behind that gated fence, y'all soft, Your hands got soft. You ain't out here getting beat up every day like me.
0: Kanye is getting beat up every day? Are you kidding me? He's worth billions of dollars. His hands are not soft? You telling me if I went up to Kanye right now and felt his hands, they would be calloused from all the hard work that he does.
1: You ain't out here getting called crazy every day like me.
0: That's because he honestly, genuinely, I'm not saying it to be offensive. He has bipolar disorder and he needs medicine. People generally take lithium for this. He desperately needs medicine. He's taking this as an offense. I don't mean offense. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Please take medicine. This is not meant to hurt anybody. Just take medicine.
1: You ain't out here getting your family snatched like me. You ain't out here half your culture getting aborted like me. You ain't out here getting outraged with false narratives like BLM like me.
0: Okay, when he says false narratives like BLM, he, it's, a, it's a shot across the bow to BLM. He hates BLM. He thinks Black Lives Matter is an evil organization. Kids getting snatched... Getting family snatched like me? What is he talking about? Getting your family snatched like me? The Jews snatched your family? What does that mean? You ain't out here half your culture getting aborted like me? He believes that 50% of black babies are aborted. That That's just completely delusional. It's incorrect. And aside from that, by allowing abortion in the first place, you're putting family planning in the hands of the people, which rises the the quality of life for everybody in the area, for everybody involved in this. It is a good thing that abortion access is available to people in any community, particularly the black community. It's not a bad thing. By removing abortion access, it's going to make people's lives harder and worse and more painful and more impoverished. Kanye West has Fallen for every far-right extremist narrative out there until he finally fell right into the anti-Jewish narratives. This is honestly sad. So
1: for all the Jewish media, y'all want to sit down and have a conversation with me? Then let's have a conversation but you ain't gonna send harley pasternak puff daddy meek mills kim kardashian none of the usual
0: suspects these are all of the people that talked to kanye and tried to get him out of this delusional train wreck that he's gotten himself into right now puff daddy he posted messages from puff daddy i thought he was going by p p diddy now anyway he posted screenshots of a conversation from him saying, please, you're hurting our people. Please talk to me. Like, stop doing what you're doing. This is insane. And he thinks that the Jews are controlling P. Diddy, Meek Mills, and Kim Kardashian, Harley Pasternak, I don't know who that is, controlling these people to try to control Kanye. This is so deeply sad. His mind is just gone, and I'm so sorry. Sorry please take medicine
1: none of the usual suspects and get me to stop talking you're going to have to take my life i don't care if you black mirror me i don't care if you do some of the alternative what the thing was show me talking saying somebody and say I don't care if you have me fucking a goat on camera I don't care what you do you're going to have yeah and by the way and if you take my life there's going to be some college kid some young yay some young pop that's going to even go harder it's going to y'all thought
0: George he believes himself to be like Tupac for calling out Jews this is so so sad Y'all thought George Floyd was going to send it up?
1: It's gonna, Y'all thought George Floyd was going to send it up. If you took my life right now, you're going to see something you never saw.
0: He thinks his life is in danger from the Jews. Before you feel too sympathetic for this guy, listen to this next piece right here.
1: The thing about it, me and Adidas is like, I could literally say anti-Semitic shit and they can't drop me. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me.
0: Now what? Now what? He never gave a shit. This is not about his mental condition. Don't fall for it. Don't let yourself feel sympathy for somebody who is causing direct tangible harm to a community with the shit that he's saying right now he deserves sympathy as a human being i hope he gets treatment i hope he figures his shit out but he needs to be held accountable mental illness is not an excuse for this this is religious indoctrination not mental illness now mental illness is certainly fueling it but this is religious indoctrination plain and simple so that brings us around to the voicemail that i wanted to listen to check this out listen to uh, what this this caller had to say here Aon hey
2: Guy Young from Illinois. Oh, uh, with all this uh, uproar with uh, Kanye. Oh, excuse me, Ye. Uh,
0: <clears throat> yeah, he changed his name to Ye from Kanye to Ye. I don't know why. I understand that people want me to call him by Ye. If he was really that upset about it, then I would. But he doesn't seem to be like going around correcting people or whatever. It's a brand, and people don't really know who you're talking about. So I'm just gonna call him Kanye for the moment
2: being dropped by all these uh, uh, corporations. Uh, and suppose he had a school named Donda, I guess, and he closed it immediately.
0: Donda, yeah. He had a school named Donda. Um, Donda was the name of his mother, I believe, Donda West. And uh, she actually... There's a law named after her, as a matter of fact. She died from plastic surgery, from my understanding. And now there's a law about if you're going to get plastic surgery, then you have to be thoroughly checked by a physician first for physical fitness or some other... I don't even remember exactly. Don't quote me on that. I'll put a little note in here afterward, after I fact check this, just to be sure if that's accurate or not. So if you're curious if that's accurate or not, just look right here on the screen and I'll have the answer. Anyways, yeah, Donda was the name of his mother. And yeah, there is a school named after her, from my understanding and everything else. And it's just getting uglier and uglier.
2: It's immediately. And, uh, but they're going to try to reopen in uh, uh, the school year of 2023 that starts in 2023. I'm just, you know, and people are saying, oh man, can you imagine the crap they're indoctrinating these kids with? What's the difference between that and the stuff they're doing in religious schools and in Florida and in Texas where they're not preaching the real? history and costs and all this stuff, I see no difference. No difference whatsoever. you got to come in on this. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I am definitely deeply opposed to Christian schools or private schools in general, honestly. I Yeah, I just, I don't like private schools. I don't think they should exist or homeschools or charter schools, whatever. I just don't think they should exist. You know, I think you should be forced to attend school with everybody else, with the rest of society, I homeschooled for a short time, for four years or something, and it was bad, very bad. You should not be separated from society that way. Not healthy. So, anyways, yeah, that's my take. Private schools shouldn't exist, in my opinion. Neither should homeschooling. It's just not healthy. Uh, Thank you so much for the uh, message. I appreciate it.
3: Hey, Owen, it's Jim from Utah. Um, I was just watching one of your videos, and you were playing Final Fantasy VII, and it reminded me, a while ago, my brother was having a conversation with a Jeho- Jehovah's Witness because they misread his shirt, which said, Jehovah's Witness. Uh, on the back, it was Church of the One-Winged Angel of Latter-day Summons. Just figured the reference in the Jehovah's Witness just reminded me. Uh, the purpose of this call was really just that. Hopefully, gave you a chuckle. All right, have a good day.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. That is pretty funny. Uh, I love Final Fantasy VII. I was playing it recently on my Telltale Unfiltered YouTube channel while we watched videos of Nutter Butters doing their Nutter Buttery, as usual. I think it's a fantastic game, and that was a pretty good joke too. Genova's uh, Witnesses. That's really good. I used to think Jehovah when I saw the name Genova when I was a kid. I definitely played the shit out of that game, and it was fantastic back in the day. But anyway, yeah, thank you so much for the uh, voicemail. Appreciate it. Did Brazil go to Lula? Is that what you mean? Oh, my God. I've been waiting for the answer to that. I didn't know it was coming today. Oh, no fucking way. That's fantastic, right? That is fantastic news. But you know Bolsonaro is going to fight it. You know he's going to go the way of the Trumper and do everything he can to twist things around and make, make it look like the election was stolen and all that other garbage. How much did he win by? A lot? That's fantastic news. I'm so glad to hear that. Bannon's already accusing Lula of G Of course he is. So thrilled about that. Yes. Oh, my God. It is going to get ugly. Very ugly. Agreed. Okay, let me explain for people who are unfamiliar. Brazil had an election recently. Bolsonaro versus a guy named Lula. Now, Lula is just a mild, moderate, regular old run-of-the-mill kind of center-left politician who's already been the leader of Brazil, I believe. Bolsonaro is currently the leader of Brazil, and he's a far-right extremist. Think Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, basically, or Donald Trump versus Obama, or any other person like that. Just kind of middle of the road. Well, there's been a runoff election. Donald Trump endorsed Bolsonaro, the far-right extremist. Steve Bannon endorsed Bolsonaro, the far-right extremist. I mean... uh, endorsements out the wazoo from the far right on both ends bolsonaro has spent the last i don't know few months lining everything up and preparing people to claim that it was there was fraud voter fraud the old donald trump defense actually there are a lot of far-right extremist dictators who went with there was election fraud narrative trump is Neither the first nor the last. But anyways, Lula, the non-far-right extremist, won the election officially. That's fantastic news. But things are going to get very ugly, like people said in the chat, because Bolsonaro is not going down without a fight. I believe that he's going to try to hold power the same way that Trump did, which means there may be blood. So good luck, anybody who is in brazil i hope things go okay for you the police tried to bring public transport in lula's strongest areas to a standstill to keep people from voting that doesn't surprise me that's the kind of shit trump would do that he did do you know npr report on the election brazil lula wins over right-wing bolsonaro fantastic news i am so glad to hear that how much did he win by let me see what was the total There was a runoff and i knew lula had an edge but i didn't know how much of an edge it would be 51% of the vote. Yeah, oh my God. Silva... Okay, Lula got 50.9%. Bolsonaro got 49.1%. Holy shit, that is close. Oh my God, is that close. Didn't help that Bolsonaro was having the police go around and try to stop public transport and doing all kinds of shady shit. He's doing all the same shady shit you would expect from Trump. He's doing all that shit. He even got endorsements from Trump. This is the kind of shit that Bolsonaro would do. Bolsonaro is a scumbag, generally. That's just fantastic news, though, that Lula won. That's great. Really happy to hear that. Back in the 90s or 2000s, I don't remember which, there was this problem where people kept putting explosives in in mailboxes, and the mailbox would just blow up and randomly and the news would talk about it like oh my god somebody put more explosives in a mailbox what are we going to do about this problem and they talked about it more and more and it spread through society and it made national coverage and next thing you know the rate of exploding mailboxes like quadrupled until one day the news decided you know what, we're going to completely stop talking about this issue. We're not going to mention it anymore. And just like that, exploding mailboxes went away. Interesting, huh? The news has an effect on society and what happens, what they do. The news has an effect on trends in society. The more the news fearmongers about things, the more likely those things are to happen. So that's a really good point. You know, people saying they're going to find fentanyl in their candy or whatever is so ridiculously unlikely, it's, it's obscene. But there are mentally unwell people out there who never had that idea. They never even thought of it. But now that the news mentioned that this is a possibility, they may go out there and try something like that. There is literally not a lick of evidence that this has ever happened. Somebody gives out fentanyl for Halloween or whatever. Kids know not to eat candy that is not prepackaged. Anyways, but just like the mailbox thing, these people are creating a self-perpetuating cycle. They should just shut the fuck up and stop trying to spread nonsense, in my opinion. Anyway, interesting uh, point. Ugh, God, I saw Dr. Phil on Joe Rogan. I didn't watch the episode. I just saw a clip of it from somewhere. Someone making fun of it, talking about how Halloween candy is gonna have all kinds of stuff in it. And God, I just, how do people fall for this shit? Honestly. How do people fall for it? How do people fall for the idea that they're going to find fentanyl in their kids' candy? Honestly, I don't get it. It's been passed around for 50 years at this point. Everyone's always afraid of it. It's not happening. Opiate addiction is a huge problem here in Akron. They have a kind of fentanyl that is colorful and looks like candy. Cops in Akron have had to deal with it. It's real, and it gets kids addicted. Kids gets kids addicted because they see it and they think it's candy. Are kids getting addicted to ecstasy too? Because they make ecstasy in these cute, colorful little pills also that look like sweet tarts. They always have. I haven't heard of like eight-year-olds getting hooked on ecstasy because they think it's candy. But I know. I was in the opiate capital of the United States. Maybe even the world. I don't know. Huntington, West Virginia. That's where I was. And so I know all too well about the opiate addiction problem. It's not pretty, but, you know, when I lived in Huntington, I was actually addicted to opiates. I was hooked on OxyContin for a while, and then they banned OxyContin, and then I was hooked on heroin for a short time. I know this issue better than most, you can say. I eventually went to college for substance abuse counseling for two years. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, pills, Are expensive and are not being placed in an area where a kid could grab them and take them not not out of fear for the kids life not for their safety or anything these you know these drug addicts are not necessarily looking out for their kids safety you know what they're looking out for their stash they don't want anybody taking their pills like I said I lived in this world for years They would not allow their stuff to be in a spot where anybody could ever find it. Believe me, it is a non-existent problem that kids stumble onto their parents' fentanyl pills and start taking them at eight years old because they enjoy it. It's just not happening. If it is, I'm going to need a little bit of evidence. Willing to believe it, I just don't. This is the standard line coming out of cops. And Dr. Phil and Joe Rogan and fearmongers all alike it's not happening they aren't going to be passing them out at halloween they're not going to be giving them to children they're not going to be packaging them in sweet tarts containers it's just not happening that's not how the drug world works and it betrays a ridiculous ignorance of the drug world if joe rogan or dr phil or whoever else actually believe that this is what's happening right now dr phil said that yes dr phil said they've designed it to look like candy And he thinks they're going to be passing it out at Halloween. And it was debunked by the New York Times, I think, or somebody else. I don't remember who exactly. But yeah, Dr. Phil went on Joe Rogan's program and and said all of that. So I was debunking Dr. Phil's thing. Next, we're going to talk about the bizarre interviews at a recent Trump rally. These people love him like he's the Messiah. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description. Donald Trump held a rally in Texas recently and there were some real nutter butters roving about. Oh my God, it got crazy. I just wanted to look at a couple of the more interesting ones. So let's take a look at what they had to say. Late October, 2022, listen to this dude with a Trump 2024 flag shirt or whatever. Uh, the pr- biblical
4: principles that Trump embraces is what, really, uh, what I really like about him. I've never heard another president Invoke the name of God and Jesus more than I've heard uh, President Donald J. Trump. And that's the the main thing for me is that he's embracing biblical principles and uh, follow the Bible and you can't go wrong.
0: I love that. And he got the kid. Dude, what? Donald Trump embracing biblical principles? He follows the Bible closer than any other president? Is that what he said? Are you kidding me? No, no to literally all of that. Where did this guy get this incorrect perception of Donald Trump? Who told this guy that Trump likes the Bible at all? Or likes Jesus? Has Has Trump ever been to church a day in his life? I don't know. What church does he go to? Does he have a church that he goes to, a standard one? That he goes every Sunday? Does he Zoom in or whatever to a church every Sunday? When's the last time Trump ever talked about the Bible? Every time the dude talks about the Bible, It's to mess something up, like talking about two Corinthians. Who says two Corinthians? You know who says two Corinthians? People who've never read the Bible. People who have never actually been to church and associated with other Christians and discussed the Bible with them. Trump is in no way, shape, or form like a biblical person at all. Where, where are these people's heads? I just don't get it. It's like they're making up their own reality as they go. Again, this is all from the same Trump rally, all in late October 2022. So check this next one out. Oh yeah, this dude's entertaining to me, actually. Honestly, think about this. He should be on radio. And it's kind of a travesty with a voice like this that he's not. Listen to this.
5: Pelosi said that could turn blue. She said that two years ago. So if they cheat which Mike Lindell said there was 100 million, uh, million votes stolen. So.
0: You know who he sounds like? Randy Savage. He sa- He's a dead ringer for Randy Savage's voice. He should have done radio. That would have been awesome. Anyway, okay, so let me just try to wrap up this guy's worldview or his claims in a nice, neat little package. Pelosi said Texas is going to go blue two years ago. And Mike Lindell said that there were 100 million votes stolen in Texas. And it's still not blue. Like, what's his logic here? I don't understand. Only 6 million people voted in Texas in the first place. Only 6 million people, okay, in Texas. This guy's saying Mike Lindell claimed that 100 million votes were stolen in Texas. That's like another level of crazy, like an additional layer of it. These people are unhinged, dude. They are absolutely unhinged. Listen to this one. This dude is apparently a January 6th defendant. Check this out. What did you see that day? I saw lots of
4: Antifa and I know how she recognized them in a crowd.
0: I guess he's talking about January 6th. He knows how to recognize Antifa in a crowd. Wow. Okay.
4: I was out on the West Coast. Uh, I was like a big Bernie Man festival person. So I've seen these Antifa scum.
0: I know what they look like. I smelled a rat. I didn't get anywhere close to the Capitol because I was- You know, this is kind of sad, honestly. The underlying assumptions behind what this guy is saying is that Antifa are physically different in some way than republicans or than regular society or whatever other thing the same claims were made about jews and black people as a matter of fact it was called phrenology i don't know if you've ever heard of that it's the idea that skull shapes are different between the different races and can help indicate that somebody is smarter or better or in some bizarre way So white people are like superior because black people's skulls are shaped differently or whatever. That was phrenology. And it feels like that's what this guy is laying out because the original claim about January 6th is that Antifa came in and dressed up as Trump supporters and pretended to bust into the Capitol to frame Trump supporters, innocent Trump supporters for whatever thing. So, how is it that this guy was capable of identifying bad Antifa people or whatever, if not by phrenology or by some other physical attribute that they had? If you remember during World War II, there was a, a bunch of like, there were propaganda posters and stuff portraying Jewish people with like bigger noses and bigger ears and foreheads and all this other stuff because they wanted you to think that they were not really human. Is that what this guy is laying out for us? It feels like that's kind of what he's getting at here, right? Is it just me?
4: Civil ...person. So I've seen these Antifa scum. I know what they look like. I smelled a rat. I didn't get anywhere close to the Capitol because I was going to wait and see uh, what it was going to be like. It's also not
0: he got a little close to the Capitol or he wouldn't have become a January 6th defendant in the first place. Let's also not forget her.
4: Everyone forgets Roseanne Boylan. If I ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her Roseanne. I'm
0: Roseanne who?
4: Roseanne Boylan. And of course, Roseanne Barr, the other greatest American. Uh, Sorry, Roseanne Barr. Roseanne yeah. Barr.
0: All right. That was. A- yeah. Okay. So it, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. We're about to go down a rabbit hole. So buckle up for this one. Why does QAnon love Roseanne so much is the question, right? Why do they love Roseanne Barr? If you don't know who Roseanne Barr is, she's just this, she was a sitcom star back in like the 90s or something. She was on a TV show called Roseanne. And it was kind of funny. It was. It had John Goodman. John Goodman was like the TV the husband or whatever of Roseanne. Here's a picture of them on screen if you can make that out there. I don't know. I was kind of entertained by the TV show back in the day. Well, anyway, check this out. Let me explain why they love Roseanne Barr so much, okay? We have to start our journey down the rabbit hole with a fella named Larry Gators. May 12th, 2021 is when this comes out. Check out what he had to say here. He was talking to a couple of QAnoners named Francine and Hank Fosdick. I forget the guy's name. Maybe it's Hank. Anyway, Francine Fosdick. Anyway, check this out.
5: Tom Hanks is dead. (laughs) Newsflash.
4: Tom Hanks
5: is dead.
0: You know maybe his name is dan francine and dan
5: that's right okay. joe biden is dead yes okay come on. He took the, the shot clintons off. are dead okay yeah yes. you've got clones running this country right
0: i told you it was gonna get wicked bizarre right i did mention that before we went down the rabbit hole didn't i
5: right see i got the test particular fortitude to say what needs to be said why because i'm a man of God. that's right trump has the military who turned their back on joe biden that's
6: right Right. that's right and
5: trump has air force one patriots punans president trump is still the president
0: wow (laughs) wow wow to all of that right larry gators So I hear you saying to yourself, who is this Larry Gators fella here? And why should I care? Right. As it turns out, he interviewed none other than our very own Roseanne Barr. Mid-July 2021 is when this interview came out. This is one of the things that made Roseanne a massive figure in the QAnon movement. She is incredibly popular in this movement. Check this out, what they had to say to each other.
7: You know what God told me? He said, I want Roseanne.
0: Go oh, tell me, Roseanne. What did God say to you?
7: Calm down yes. because I have a mission for you.
0: I said, What yeah, is it, Lord?
7: You know right. I'll do it. if I have proved that to you by now, that's even right. if it gets me fired in trouble, you know I'll do it if you
0: such a martyr, right? Oh Roseanne sacrifices herself for everybody around her. Even if it gets her into trouble, God, she does what God says, right? Yeah.
7: Put it rightly to me, you've seen that. So like right. it says Yes, Roseanne, I do. I have something I want you to do. I want you to tell people that I am mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore.
0: This is just terrible, dude. I have played this before. I think it was a year ago when this first came out. But when I played it that first time, I think somebody told me that this is actually a quote from a movie. So I, I guess God watches American cinema and watched the movie Network which, by the by, came out in 1976. The movie came out in 1976. Oh, my God, dude. 1976 American satirical black comedy drama film released by metro goldwyn Meyer. I'm blown away that she decided to quote from this. I'm sorry, my mistake. I meant I'm blown away that God chose to quote from this movie, of all things. What an odd movie to pick, but I'm not God. God knows best, right? He knows everything, And he, you know, can't can't be questioned. We have to go with what he says. So he decided to quote from the movie Network, I guess we gotta go with what he says, right?
7: He said you tell them, Roseanne, that's what I have to say to him right now. And if they can't figure out why, at least tune in to what?
0: What? I don't understand. What's she even talking about? What does that mean? Tune in to what? Is this another movie quote?
7: See what is happening right in front of your eyes. And Roseanne will then explain it, as will uh, Bishop Larry.
0: Please, I'm listening. I'm all ears. You got my attention right now. Lay it on me. What is it? Tell me. Tell me what I need to know. Would you be surprised to find that instead of telling people what they need to know, they just complain about being martyrs?
7: Well, explain why. If you're any kind of conservative like me, they blacklist you.
0: I'm so sorry for millionaire Roseanne, how much money she has. She shouldn't be blacklisted, right? Poor woman. So mistreated. Has everything she wants except for a platform, I guess. She has to go out there like a normal person and stand on a street corner screaming at people all the crazy stuff she believes rather than being blessed with a gigantic platform like every other rich person.
7: They yes. have blacklisted me for years because I oh. wanted to talk about, you know, the things that ain't right. Yes. And they-
0: now, actually, you know what Roseanne got blacklisted for? It's actually pretty messed up. I looked into this last time we did this, but let's just look this up and read about it because I, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update. So this article is from 2018, which is what really got Roseanne this is like the time that Roseanne really got cut off from a lot of stuff this is from the New York Times why Ambien didn't make Roseanne tweet anything after saying some of the stuff that she said she claimed that it was an Ambien tweet and it was a mistake and she regretted it and she was sorry and blah 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 right so what did she tweet I hear you asking it was two in the morning, and I was Ambient tweeting. That's how Roseanne Barr explained her now infamous slur about Valerie Jarrett, a former senior advisor to President Obama. On Thursday, Ambien's manufacturer was quick to respond. People of all races, religions, and nationalities work at Sanofi every day to improve the lives of people around the world. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect of any Sanofi medication. I feel like I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but I did my best. After Racist Tweet, Roseanne Barr's show is canceled by ABC. On Tuesday, that all came crashing down. ABC abruptly canceled Roseanne hours after Ms. Barr. The show's star and co-creator posted a racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett, an African-American woman who was a senior advisor to Barack Obama throughout his presidency and considered one of the most influential aides. Ms. Barr wrote, If the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby... Equals Valerie Jarrett. That's what she said. So this right here. If the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. That is the hard hitting truth. That everybody needed to know. That got Roseanne cancelled. This is the thing that Roseanne wanted to tell the world. That was worth losing her career. Becoming a martyr for. Because not enough people knew. That she wanted to tweet about this black person being like if the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes had a baby.
7: Blacklist you. Yes. They have blacklisted me for years because I oh. wanted to talk about, you know, the things that ain't right. Yes.
0: No, it's because she's a racist, a rabid racist who blames everything and everybody but herself for that racism.
3: Yes.
7: And they don't want to hear it. They're censors, just like all the rest of them. Fascist censors on the left and the right. Listen, anybody that is not going to let me speak... That's right. Fuck them. Just fuck
0: them. Roseanne, if you didn't want to be canceled, maybe try not doing a racism. Would you be surprised to find that I have never been canceled for being racist? You know why? Because I do my best to improve race relations and fight for acceptance and inclusion, and all of that stuff. That's why. What did Roseanne ever do to fight for inclusion and acceptance? What did she ever do to help society integrate and work together and appreciate each other? Instead of trying to help people come together and work with each other and integrate, she's out here making blatantly racist jokes. I'm sorry. I just have no sympathy. I just don't. And and it's honestly embarrassing that this guy Larry Gators bothered to have her on. But you know what? When you're a QAnoner and there's another famous person who's also a QAnoner, doesn't matter what they've said in the past. You bring them on and you talk to them and you build them up and do everything you can to integrate them into the movement. Of course. So the point is Roseanne is a massive QAnon figure. it to my surprise, honestly. Of all people, Roseanne, really? Okay. But here's where it gets interesting. There's somebody else that showed up at the Trump rally late October 2022. This is Bianca Grazia. She is a leader for the group Latinos for Trump. Now, David Packman talked about this when he mentioned it. He didn't know if it was real. It's real. This is a real group, and I've done some research into these people before, right? This is Bianca Grazia, January 6th, the night of January 6th, talking to the leader of Lawyers for Trump, Vets for Trump, Oath Keepers, and Senator Amanda Chase. That's who these people are. From left to right, Oath Keepers leader, Stuart Rhodes, Senator Amanda Chase, the guy in the middle there is Vets for Trump leader. And then second from the right is lawyers for Trump. And then on the far right, there is Bianca Grazia, leader of Latinos for Trump. These people were discussing creating a private army for Donald Trump.
4: The sisters coming back. And those are coming on
5: the U.S. shores that are uh, having to deal with some type of PTS or things from being downrange. Well, those that same community are the most well-trained, crucible-trained combat
3: veterans this world has ever seen.
0: So, yeah. Anyways... This is a real person with a real organization behind her. and She actually ran for public office, I think, for House of Representatives or something like that. But in recent months, she's actually given up on Trump, surprisingly. It blew me away when I discovered this clip right here, late August 2022, of Bianca Grazia, leader of Latinos for Trump, going out there and effectively denouncing Donald Trump. Listen to this
8: because I did not listen to your voice, I didn't go seek your counsel, I stopped. Whatever it is, you've got to do what you've got to do. You're gonna keep getting attacked because if you do not surround yourself with people who are used to fighting principalities in a spiritual realm, you're gonna get your butt handed to you every single time.
0: This was immediately after Mar-a-Lago was searched by the FBI for the stolen classified documents that donald trump took and her reasoning is if donald trump was protected by god then these things wouldn't be happening to him and she noted that he hasn't had evangelical or more specifically latino evangelical leaders around him and that's why he was being attacked
8: and i don't know if he just doesn't know that i think he's been he definitely doesn't have hispanic evangelicals around him i can tell you that i I know it i we see it there's no uh you know faith leaders coming in and out of mar-a-lago right now
0: so yeah it was absolutely fascinating that she kind of backed away from trump immediately after mar-a-lago took place well check this out she was at the texas rally again late october 2022 and here's what she had to say about it
8: the message for trump I have a message from the Lord for him, and I need to get that message to him to tell him that he is to call this nation to fast, pray, and repent, including himself and all the leaders, even faith leaders, because God wants his people back, and he wants Trump back. And Trump used to surround himself with faith leaders, and then COVID hit, and he was separated from faith leaders. And, you know, um, he thinks he's fighting flesh, and he's actually fighting a bigger in a bigger realm that he maybe doesn't understand or no one's explained it to him. And I don't know if he's surrounded around people that just won't let us get this message to him, but it's important.
0: That's absolutely bizarre to me, dude. It's absolutely bizarre that one of the key components to Trump's support base, the leader of Latinos for Trump, has folded on him. That's kind of what I'm pulling from this, right? Is it just me? I mean, that's, that's what it seems like to me.
8: I've been traveling the United States, identifying those leaders that can be assembled, that understand the spiritual war that we're in. So uh, that's it's not Bianca. It is God. I'm sorry, because he gives me that. He is telling me who these are the people that my my remnant that I want to be called to, to you know, to bring this country back to me. Amen.
0: So she obviously is a deep deep evangelical completely out of her head on jesus like to an unhealthy degree at this point and she she seems to believe that trump is not out of his head on jesus which hey correct correct you're absolutely right he's not how did you get to this conclusion and how can we get everybody else in your base to accept this why do people like this guy right here even exist uh, the pr- biblical principles that Trump embraces is what really, uh, what I really like about him. What? What? I don't understand. Where? How did you get to this conclusion? And why can't we get everybody to reach the correct conclusion, which is that the dude never gave a shit about religion? You know what he cared about? He cared about controlling people and manipulating them and getting them to vote for him. That's what he cared about the entire time. That's what he's always been about. How is it that this one person caught on to the grift, but like everybody else seems to think that he's like a messiah? How did this happen? I just don't get it, dude. Let me know what you think in the comments or on Twitter at TelltaleAtheist. Next, we're gonna talk about anti-vax claims a year out. According to some prominent anti-vaxxers, we should be magnetic cyborgs by now, right? Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description. This is Rick Wiles, and he had some straight-up wacky shit to say about the vaccine a couple years ago. Actually, it's from August 2021, so I guess about a year ago. Check this out. See what he had to say for himself.
6: I am not going to be vaccinated. Mm, I join you in that. I'm going to be one of the survivors.
0: Survivors. Wow, that's some strong language right there, right?
6: I'm going to survive the genocide. I am not going to allow the... Uh, COVID maniacs uh, to convince me to be vaccinated or vaccinate me against my will. I know what I'm reading. I know what I'm seeing.
0: Wow, dude. Just wow. First of all, nobody tried to vaccinate anybody against their will. This is a meme that passed around society like mad uh, around a year ago when all of this was coming out. When the vaccines first released, there was a huge rush for everybody to get vaccinated. There was never at any point in time ever in the United States a vaccine mandate. If you didn't want to get vaccinated, you had the option of taking a weekly test. There was a vaccine mandate, quote unquote, bill that actually I think it was like an executive order from Biden or something. I don't know. Anyway, that's usually what people are talking about when they talk about a vaccine mandate. That wasn't a vaccine mandate. You could either get vaccinated or get tested once a week. It was your choice. If you didn't want to get vaccinated, you couldn't go inside of a store and eat, like inside of like a restaurant or whatever, but you could eat outside. You could have it delivered. There were a billion options for you. You could still function in society. You could still keep your jobs and all that other junk. You just had to work around it a little bit. Not a big deal, but they acted like the victims that they so desperately want to be and claimed that they were being oppressed and mistreated and victimized and they're martyrs and all this other stuff. And why did they refuse to get the vaccine? Why did they say all this stuff? Because they believed that there was going to be a genocide because they believed that the vaccine was going to take people out. This is not even the craziest thing that he had to say. We're going to get to that in a second. This is like surface level crazy, okay? We are about to take a deep dive into the rabbit hole, so buckle in.
6: There is a mass death campaign underway right now. And I don't care what people they can they can write any article they want to write about me. They they can do everything they can to deplatform me.
0: Why nobody was trying to deplatform this guy. He's not even on the other platforms. He built if you're not familiar with this guy, he's a pastor named Rick Wiles that has his own TV show on TV called True News. And he's also got like his own website, kind of like Alex Jones, Infowars website is set up in a similar way. The only way to get him deplatformed would be to contact TV and get them to yank him from the platform. But even then, he's got a website set up like you can't really take a website down. That's how Alex Jones operates, for example. So. He's just playing the whole martyr thing. He's just exercising his persecution complex, as usual.
6: I'm going to survive a global genocide. The only good thing that will come out of this is a lot of stupid people will be killed off.
0: I guess that means me, huh? I'm on vaccine number four. Can you believe it? I guess I'm quadruple as stupid as everybody else. And guess what else? I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. I'm doing fantastically. Matter of fact, I have never actually tested positive for COVID. Isn't that interesting? Couple years in, and I've never tested positive for COVID. Rick Wiles, on the other hand, almost died from it. And for what? Because he wanted to be a fool. Because he wanted to be obnoxious and scream about being persecuted and all that other garbage. That's why. Like I said, this is top level stuff. This isn't even crazy. You think you've seen crazy stuff? Just wait. This one's from mid-October 2021, so a few months after that one.
6: This is a global coup d'etat by the most evil cabal of people on the planet in the history of mankind. And if it is not stopped in the very near future, they will win. That's what's at stake.
0: Who is they? Are they in the room with us right now, Rick? Rick?
6: That's what's at stake, control of the world. They're planting, they're putting eggs in people's bodies. If you didn't see yesterday's true news, you need to watch it. It's an egg that hatches into a synthetic parasite.
0: Dude, (laughs) now it's getting crazy. Holy Christ on a cracker, this is getting nutty, dude. They're injecting eggs into people's bodies that hatch into synthetic parasites. This is absolutely unhinged from reality. I don't know what other term to use for it. Do they reproduce? It's a synthetic parasite, right? Do they reproduce? How many parasites do I have in my body? What are they leeching from me? I must have four, right? Because I I just got my fourth vaccine. This is absolutely unhinged, dude. Would you believe me if I told you this still isn't as crazy as it gets? I mean, this is out there, but it, it actually does get worse. It gets crazier.
6: If you didn't see yesterday's true news, you need to watch it. It's an egg that hatches into a synthetic parasite and grows inside your body. This is like a sci-fi nightmare, and it's happening in front of us.
0: Yeah, it would be a sci-fi nightmare if it actually was happening in front of us. This is absolutely strange, man. I just wanted to go through some of the stranger anti-vax claims because- God, is this entertaining as hell, especially since they made very specific claims about what was going to happen to us in the near future. They said we were going to die. They said that there was a depopulation effort. They said we'd become magnetic. They said we'd be cyborgs. They said that there'd be a synthetic parasite hatching in our body. I mean, come on. Oh, my God, it gets crazy. Here's another one from Rick Wiles. This one is from late October, 2021. I think it's from around the same time as the previous one.
6: It is not a vaccine. It's an operating system. It's an operating system. It is a symptom suppressor, but more than anything else, it is changing your DNA. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Where did he get all this information? What, what does he mean an operating system? I don't understand. Okay.
6: I don't have anything against polio vaccines, measles vaccines. You can, you know, those are
0: vaccines. The COVID vaccine is also a vaccine.
6: This is not a vaccine. Yes, it is. This is changing your DNA. It, the mRNA, it's a messenger RNA vaccine.
0: It is not changing your DNA.
6: It's not a, a, a hate hey, calling it a vaccine. It's a term they put on it. But it, it takes control of your DNA.
0: And you know why that's relevant to this guy? Is relevant because he thinks that the deep state or the cabal or whatever other thing you want to use is out to change your DNA, alter your DNA, to turn you into a Nephilim, to deprive you from the opportunity of making it into heaven. If you have partial satanic DNA in your body you won't make it to heaven. That's his whole belief system or whatever. So the idea is to infect you or inject you or whatever with satanic DNA through the form of a parasite, question mark, I think, I don't know, which will kill you in mass and then you won't get to go to heaven. Why he cares? Beyond me, more heaven for him, right? Seems to me. But again, here we are a year later, and this stuff still hasn't unfolded, still hasn't played out. Not once has the King been checkmated. Not once has any of this played out the way that he claimed that it would. Here we are a year later, and it seems like all of that nonsense that he laid on us was just fear-mongering. It's not just Rick Wiles either, man there were some real wild ones out there check this one out this is deanna lorraine she ran for congress in 2020 and i think 2016 i'm not sure or 2018 maybe anyway she's on the pete santilli show and they had some ideas about what the vaccine was also early august 2021
3: the people now that are learning more about the adverse impact of
0: getting vaccinated they're having regrets about it because what people? Can you give me a list? Let me talk to a single person who has had regrets because of adverse effects. This is complete nonsense. The vaccine has provided a massive good for society. And this guy is out here fear mongering about it. Just wait until you hear why he doesn't like the vaccine. This one is pretty wild, too.
3: We're hearing about this shedding uh, that's yeah. going on
0: and. Vaccine shedding is possible with certain types of vaccines. That does not happen with this vaccine. Vaccine shedding is where you are basically infectious after getting a vaccine with the illness that you just got vaccinated against. Only in certain circumstances with certain types of vaccines, like oral ones rather than injection or something like I don't even know exactly, but the COVID vaccine did not shed. That is a complete fabrication
9: vaccine shedding
3: the shedding and and also um the, the the activation of the graphene oxide it's actually sitting there dormant but if
0: it... graphene oxide is not in the vaccine this is completely fabricated but wait till you hear why he thinks it's in the vaccine and what what he thinks is going to happen
3: actually sitting there dormant but if it gets energized by something like 5G it actually kills all the cells around it that is so crazy to me. I mean... That is just plain crazy. It's not just you. Can you imagine if they just, like, activate and said, oh, all right, a million people are going to be gone, you know?
0: Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this is insane. Okay. There's 5G right now. I have 5G on my phone. I've had it on my phone for, like, a, over a year, since before this clip even came out. And there's no graphene oxide in the vaccine either. And even if there was... Graphene oxide does not react with 5G? What is he even talking about? What does any of this mean? It's like he's saying it with such authority, like he knows what he's talking about. But he doesn't. He's completely full of it. This blows me away that anybody believes this garbage.
3: Just by energizing the graphene oxide.
7: And that's the thing. People don't really know exactly what's in it. You know those people, Biden.
0: Now, we have a pretty strong idea of what's in the vaccine, actually. Like... They can't exactly hide the ingredients permanently for allergy purposes and stuff like that. We don't know the exact procedure that they go through to produce it because that would violate patent, blah, blah, blah. But we have a really good idea of how it's produced. I we mean, just talk to a vaccine expert who's made vaccines before or an mRNA expert or whatever else. They can tell you basically how this works. And from my understanding, I looked into it a little bit just out of curiosity. I believe that they're basically growing something like uh, a mold on melons or something. Like in a gigantic field, they're growing mold on melons and then they're harvesting the mold and then extracting it from the melon and and all that other stuff that's basically what it is from my understanding but take that with a grain of salt because yeah we don't actually know exactly what the process is for this vaccine yet but anyway let's keep listening
7: Even trump any of these representatives you know they're not taking the real vaccine live on tv when they pretend that they do you know that they're not that stupid they're not doing that um they're leaving us to do that
0: that just a pure conspiracy theory from top to bottom. They absolutely must fit conspiracy theory in. It's nuts, dude. Unhinged. How about this one? Early July 2021. This is July seems to be like the peak of anti-vax nonsense. July, August, September, October, November. Those are like, oh my god, people are just going nuts. This is this is Sherry Tenpenny, and she was the source of so many vaccine conspiracies. This one is probably my favorite one, though. I really, really like this one. I think it's hilarious. Check this out.
9: Because right now that? we're all kind of um, hypothesizing. I mean, what is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots, and now they're magnetized. And-
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, my God,
9: dude. She's about to talk about the key and put a key on their forehead. It sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they can stick.
0: Oh, my God. I love it to death. Oh, this is so ridiculous. And people bought this. People were grabbing keys and sticking it to their foreheads and stuff at the time. Seriously, people actually believed this garbage. And she was one of the biggest repeaters of this specific one about being magnetized and keys and stuff completely ignoring the fact that many keys aren't even made of magnetic materials aren't they made of like brass or something i don't know just ridiculous from the ground up dude
9: and they can stick because now we think that there's a metal piece to that there's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface yet to be defined an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5g towers
0: Okay, what she's doing here, listen to that statement again very carefully. To that, There's
9: been people who've long suspected...
0: There have been people who have long suspected... Who? Who? Tell me who. Th- these are called weasel words. It's this thing that people do when they want to seem like they know what they're talking about, like they're referring to some ambiguous authority that they don't want to name for one reason or another. When you use the word they or some other name for some ambiguous group out there that's pulling the strings or doing something or believe something or whatever other thing those are weasel words they should instantly be questioned if you hear weasel words like that there are people who believe which people tell me who it is exactly that
9: there's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface yet to be defined an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5g towers
0: i don't know what she means by interface i don't know who she's referring to that actually believes this nonsense and i don't know what interface could be created to like what what would it even do? Uh, is she saying that the government will be able to use 5G to like control your body and, and like move you around or something?
9: Not proven yet. But
0: No, you don't think not proven? Wow. Honestly, the, the most surprising thing about this whole thing that she did here is that she was willing to say not proven yet. Why did she say that in the first place? She just drew attention to the fact she's completely full of shit all of the
9: 5g towers not proven yet but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people
0: is something being transmitted what gives you the idea that something's being transmitted to people that are causing health problems it's causing health problems okay jesus dude the just unhinged stuff if you think that one was crazy this one is probably well i don't know that one was pretty bad this one is almost as crazy, at least. Early April 2022.
9: The more shots you get, the more, the more you destroy your immune system and the faster that happens. And it's anticipated the German...
0: Oh boy, I've had four shots. I guess I'm in bad shape then, huh?
9: It's anticipated the German data says that by the end of 2022, every fully vaccinated person over the age of
0: 30... 30- That's me. That's me. And hey, we're, we're in November now. So this is the end of 2022, right? I'm over 30, I have four shots, and it's the end of 2020.
9: May have the equivalent of full-blown vaccine-induced immune-suppressed AIDS.
0: Stronger than ever right now. Weird, huh? Is it weird to anybody else that she just cited some ambiguous authority? What was it she said? The German data? What German data? Who did this data? Who, Who worked on it? What does it say exactly? some ambiguous authority out there the german data says anybody over 30 who's vaccinated by the end of 2022 will have aids still kicking that one's pretty ridiculous too right it's just nonsensical claim after nonsensical claim first it was genocide then it was an egg that hatches into a parasite. Then it was the vaccine is actually an operating system that uses 5G to change your DNA. Then it was there's graphene oxide in it that's going to be activated by 5G and just take you out instantly. Then it was there's a key that people stick to their foreheads and spoons and forks stick to them. And now it's, I'm going to have AIDS. Come on, guys. At some point, this stuff is going to have to materialize or you're going to have to give up on it, right? Now, they're going to keep espousing this nonsense Anyways, they don't care if it makes any sense. They care about fear-mongering. There is a point to this story that I'm about to get to. Just stick it out with me until the end. Late January 2022, this is Tenpenny, which, again, she was the what purveyor of many of these conspiracies. She went on the Stu Peters show, who himself is quite a conspiracy theorist. Listen to what they had to say
9: stated goal is to depopulate the planet and the ones that are left either make them chronically sick or turn them into transhumanist cyborgs that can be controlled by and, and um, manipulated externally by 5g by magnets by all sorts of things now i got dragged through the mud by the mainstream media when i said that in may of last year in front of the house committee in columbus well guess what it's all true
0: it is wow i would love some evidence then that's fantastic please Lay the evidence on me. I'll take anything at all. I will take anything. She says it with such confidence, like she knows what she's talking about. Is it bizarre to anybody else that this person actually has a degree in medicine? I believe that she's actually considered a medical doctor. No joke. This, just, this whole thing is bizarre. They're trying to replace us with transhumanist cyborg robots? What?
9: Guess what? It's all true. It's all true.
0: No, it isn't. Literally none of it was true.
9: You know, the whole issue of quantum entanglement and how what these shots do.
0: Oh, no. Anytime you hear the term quantum entanglement, you know they're completely full of shit. They have no idea. I mean, people who mention quantum entanglement almost never have any idea what they're talking about.
9: In terms of the... the. Um the frequencies and the electronic frequencies that come inside of your body and hook you up to the internet.
0: That's what she said
9: frequencies that come inside of your body and hook you up to the internet of things the quantum entanglement that happens immediately after you're injected and you get hooked up to what they're trying to develop it's called the the hive mind and they want all of us there as a node and as an electronic avatar that is an exact replica of us except it's an electronic replica it's not our god-given body that we were born with and all of the all of that will be running through the metaverse that they're talking about all of these things are
0: real. Oh, I love it, dude. She's working every conspiracy theory she can together. She's picking stuff out of the air, anything she can find. Hey, metaverse, that's new. Let's work this into the conspiracy. This is so bizarre.
9: All of these things are real, Stu, all of them, yeah. and it's happening right now. So it's, it's not some science fiction thing happening out in the future. It's happening right now in real time.
0: Yeah. And, of course, no evidence presented. This was a year ago. A year ago. And here we are. Everybody's fine. I'm not connected to the Internet of Things yet. I'm not a cyborg wandering around with a synthetic parasite leeching off of me. I don't have changed DNA. I'm not a Nephilim. I'm not dead. What happened? What happened? I'm waiting. I wanted data. I wanted anything to prove what they're saying. They provided nothing. Now, let me tell you why this is important. Who you see on screen here, this is Tenpenny on the left. Sherry Tenpenny is her name. She's, again, the primary purveyor of a lot of these conspiracy theories. And on the right is Joseph Ladapo, Surgeon General of Florida. Surgeon General of Florida having a conversation with Tenpenny. Listen to what they had to say to each other. Late October 2022.
3: There's something special about people who, who were willing to s- stand up for what they believed was right, even when everyone around them was saying otherwise. There's something very special about that. and
0: Special, okay. Sure, I could agree with that. There's something very special about these people.
3: There's also something very inspiring about
0: that. No, you lost me
3: and you're one of those people people who did that are are the reason why there are more people today who are standing up and saying things that aren't fitting in with mainstream narratives.
0: This guy is the surgeon general of the state of Florida and he is endorsing and encouraging Tenpenny, Sherry Tenpenny, the woman who spread the idea that keys and spoons and forks were sticking to people who had been vaccinated. He is encouraging this nonsense, this delusion. This is absolutely absurd. Not too long ago, this guy actually released some half-assed fabricated study that says children under the age of 18 should not be vaccinated. How he came to those conclusions, I don't know. How he hasn't had his medical license revoked Got me It's like they're handing them out to just about anybody nowadays, right? It just blows me away. It is absolutely disgusting that this guy is endorsing somebody who lives in such a deep fantasy land. I don't know. I mean Sherry Tenpenny's certainly not coming out of this, but the Surgeon General of Florida is he going to come to his senses anytime soon? Let me know what you think in the comments or on Twitter at Telltale Atheist. Next, we're going to talk about televangelist Hank Kunneman claiming that people to the left of hunting the homeless for sport are basically Hitler. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description. This is Hank Kuhneman, and he absolutely hates Democrats with the burning, fiery passion of a thousand hot suns. Let me just introduce you to the guy if you're unfamiliar. This is from late October 2022. He loves comparing Democrats to Nazis. So you know what? Let's do that. Let's see how the two parties stand up against the comparison. I think that's a fine idea. Check out what he had to say here.
5: The very things that they did in Nazi Germany, wake up, church, under Hitler, they're trying with us, this administration, this fake one.
0: Interesting claim. He claims that Democrats are basically Nazis, right? Let's examine it. Let's find out. Let's see which political party is the most like the Nazi party. Late October 2022, he comes out there and he says this about Democrats.
5: Too many people are eating the Donkey Party's agenda.
0: Okay, I don't know why he keeps calling them the Donkey Party, but donkey is the symbol that the Democrats use generally, so.
5: They're eating liberalism. They're eating woke. They're eating BLM.
0: I don't know what all that means. It sounds disgusting.
5: They're eating absolute that there's many genders. They're eating that traditional marriage is not the way of true marriage. Come on. And it's been the liberal donkey party that has been absolutely propagating these stupid lies that people are eating.
0: A little bit of a lackluster clap there, but okay.
5: And it's why people believe that there's no hope because the donkey party and a few rhinos have been behind the mess that we are in today and i make no apologies for it
0: what mess exactly is he talking about like i think america's in quite a mess but the reason i think it it's in a mess is almost certainly very different than the reason that he thinks it's in a mess i think it's in a mess Because we've got QAnoners running all over the place, talking about JFK Jr. coming back and voting and being the vice president with Donald Trump and all kinds of other crazy stuff. What mess does he think that we are in?
5: Yeah, the donkey party of the non-religious affiliation, the anti-Christian movement, the anti-true God movement.
0: Okay, Democrats are not opposed to religion at all. I'd love that if that were the case. It's not. That's just not it. Democrats are majority religious, as a matter of fact. But this guy is absolutely obsessed with convincing you that the Democrats are the party of the non-religious. The Democrats hate Christians. It's a complete fabrication.
5: Yeah, that's what they want you to eat. There has been a siege from the donkey party, primarily who's guilty of it, that not only attacked our churches and made it doves dung, but now they've gone after the children.
0: This is their method of attack right now. When I say they, I'm talking about Republican leadership and evangelical leadership like Hank Kuhneman. That is the mode of attack that they've been using lately because everybody can get on board with saving children. So if you can convince them that children are really in danger, then it could move people over. Then it could convince them to vote for this person or that person. So what do they do? They go out there and scream nonstop about Democrats trying to take our children away from us or whatever other nonsense.
5: You can have some dude dressed up in a wig and call themselves a woman and read to your children. Hell no, not in my school and not to my kid.
0: They're not doing that in schools. Drag, drag queen story hour, I think, is what he's referring to. Yeah, that's not happening in schools. If you don't want your kid to go to some event like that, don't bring him to some event like that. But this is like the most anti-freedom argument I could possibly imagine. People like this are always talking about how important freedom is, freedom to do anything you want. I love my freedom, right? What happened to freedom? What happened to it? This guy is actively taking steps to try to prevent people from exercising their freedoms. He's taking steps to prevent them from living their lives and doing what they want to do practicing the way they practice, or or whatever. What happened to giving a shit about the Constitution? What happened? It went right out the window when it wasn't convenient for him anymore. Oh, yeah, and screaming about trans people is pretty popular right now, too. It is the one thing that consistently gets applause lines in Republican conventions and Trump rallies and stuff, so that's what they've been doing.
5: I don't want no pervert, and I don't want no... In my school... Read it to my kids, and I don't want their curriculum.
0: Yeah, so it's just pure, unadulterated hate. It is an attempt to separate people into groups and categories and break them down, hate them for who they are. That's what it is, plain and simple. So let's see. Let's compare, shall we? Who is the Nazi here? Which one is the Nazi? Are we talking Hank Kuhneman or Democrats which strategy or thing is more like the Nazi movement this is a movie from I think it's 1942 to 1947 I'm not sure which year it was released exactly but it's from a series of movies this one is called don't be a sucker and it's just a small excerpt this guy is standing up here on a podium screaming at a crowd listen to what he says
10: And some of the things I see in this country of ours make my blood boil. I see people with foreign accents making all the money. I see Negroes holding jobs that belong to me and you. Now I ask you, if we allow this thing to go on, what's going to become of us real Americans?
0: Uh, Does any of this sound familiar? I mean, we have heard these exact things from the mouths of Hank Kunneman, Donald Trump, Lance Walna, Kenneth Copeland, all of them. Word for word, we've heard some of this stuff. Americans.
11: No one... I've heard this kind of talk before, but I never expected to hear it in America.
10: This fellow well, seems to know what he's talking about.
11: Yes, he knows all right.
10: What's the answer? What are we real Americans going to do about it? You'll find it right here in this little pamphlet. The truth about Negroes and foreigners the truth about the Catholic Church. We'll never be able to call this country our own until it's a country without. Without what? Yeah, without what? Without Negroes. Without alien foreigners. Without Catholics. Without Freemasons. You know What's wrong with the Masons? I'm a Mason. Hey, that fellow's talking about me.
11: And that makes a difference, doesn't it? before he said masons you were ready to agree with him well, yes but he was talking about what about those other people but in this country we have no other people
0: this film was produced to prevent Americans from going down the same path that the Nazis went down in Germany in the 1930s and 40s that's what this film was produced for to wake people up to the fact that this is an easy road to go down. This is exactly what the Nazis did in the 30s. This is how it started. Demonize the people you don't like, divide them into groups, make them distrust each other, and then take them down one by one. Simple as that. That is is the strategy that Nazis used. And we can see the exact same thing playing out today now in society we have heard those exact words from donald trump and from his evangelical pastors exact words keep listening to what they have to say here we have no other people we are american people all of us what about you you aren't
11: american you? Right? i was born in hungary but now i am an american citizen and i have seen what this kind of talk can do i saw it in berlin what were you doing there I was a professor at the university. I heard the same words we have heard today. But I was a fool then. I thought Nazis were crazy people, stupid fanatics. But unfortunately, it was not so.
0: It was so. They just managed to get a grip on society in a way that made it nearly impossible to escape. It was nearly impossible to break them out of it once they started getting suspicious and prejudiced against their fellow Germans, against their, their fellow citizens. That's th- that's the problem. That's what the, the far right is all about. It's about dividing and hating and wanting things to go back to the way it was when you were a child. And that means no immigrants, no... It has to be a perfectly homogenous society, including religiously. It's absolutely disgusting, honestly.
11: You see, they knew that they were not strong enough to conquer a unified country. So they split Germany into small groups. They used prejudice as a practical weapon to cripple the nation.
0: You this is the important part of the film. Listen to this one key sentence.
11: Of course, that was not easy to do. They had to work hard to do it. You see, we human beings are not born with prejudices. Always they are made for us, made by someone who wants something. Remember that when you
0: hear this kind of talk some that is the key human beings are not born with prejudices or hate we we just aren't we are not born with that stuff now we may favor one group over another if we find ourselves in that group like you know we find ourselves liking the Yankees but we're talking to a Red Sox fan we may find ourselves favoring the other Yankees fans in the area rather than the Red Sox fan. To some degree, we are a little bit of a tribal society. Prejudices and hatred are all fabricated. You ever wonder why we're separated on skin color rather than eye color? Why don't blue-eyed people hate green-eyed people? It's because it's all fabricated. It is all made up to benefit somebody and that somebody isn't you race isn't real we are all human beings it's just some of us have more melanin in our skin than others that's it that's the only difference Somebody's going
11: to get something out of it and it isn't
0: going to be you when you hear him say somebody's going to get something out of it and it isn't going to be you listen to what hank kunneman said again at the end there
5: primarily who's guilty of it that not only attacked our churches and made it doves dung, but now they've gone after the children.
0: Who's they? Hank Kunneman's enemies, the people he doesn't like, that too.
5: You can have some dude dressed up in a wig and call themselves a woman and read to your children. Hell no, not in my school and not to my kid.
0: It is all about drawing boundary lines to hate people more efficiently, to break down society so that they distrust each other, so that they hate and distrust each other, and that makes you more powerful. That's what it's all about. Prejudice is a tool used to make somebody more powerful, and that somebody is not you. Check out this next clip from Hank. Listen to this one. This one was from uh, late October 2022. I played a clip of it at the very beginning.
1: The
5: very things that they did in Nazi Germany, wake up church. Under Hitler, they're trying with us, this administration, this fake one.
0: Okay, so he says that the left is basically like Hitler or basically like the Nazi party, right? The left is the Nazi party. We're doing the exact same things. I feel confident in saying I've already disproven that, but let's take it a step further. Why not, right? Let's do it.
5: History always repeats itself. I pray it doesn't with America,
0: but that's- No, it most definitely is repeating itself with America right now.
5: where we've been heading. Right. Defund the police. Oh, that's what they did and put in uh, the Nazis.
0: No, 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 it isn't. That is not what they did. They didn't defund the police and put Nazis in. I read a book called Ordinary Men by Christopher R. Browning, and it talks about the police battalions and the military in Nazi Germany and how they came to the point where they were so radicalized that they would be willing to do the horrific stuff that they did. It is absolutely worth the read if you have the time. But anyway, they didn't defund the police in Germany in during World War II. They just convinced the police that their way was the best way, or they would fire a cop and replace him with a Nazi one. But again, you see what he's doing here. He's trying to draw a line between us and them. He's trying to make you hate and distrust the people on this side of the line. Even the people on the left. You don't agree with the slogan, defund the police. Fine, you don't have to agree with that slogan, but you must at least see what he's doing, right? You must see that he's trying to make people distrust each other. If he can make moderates, you know, independents, or even people that are slightly less to the left than others distrust everybody else on the left, he's succeeded. That's what it's all about, dividing and conquering.
5: Start rewriting the curriculums. That's what they did under uh, Hitler.
0: That's true enough. I can accept that. Does he think the left is rewriting curriculums? He is sorely mistaken. The right has been doing everything that they could to rework curriculums this entire time, up to and including burning books, getting them out of libraries, banning them from school libraries and everything, doing everything they can to take over school board seats, the whole nine yards. The right has most definitely been rewriting curriculums, banning books and taking over school boards.
5: Tell you to trust the science. Your trust is in government help, like pay your college bills. Increase inflation.
0: Okay, now hang on a second. So let's just make note of what he just said. The fact that the left is saying people should trust the science, that's a quality that the Nazis shared? Just make note of that for a second. Keep listening because we're going to come back to that.
5: Increase inflation so that you get more and more dependent. Censor you through the media. Alter elections. All of the things that we have faced in America, they've tried to do this.
0: Okay, literally none of that is true. The whole censorship thing, the right is far more guilty of censoring people than the left is. Seriously, you think the left is more guilty of this? Because you hear the right screaming about it constantly, like banshees. The right censors people significantly more often than the left. They cancel people significantly more often than the left. That's why they're constantly talking about how evil Disney is. What do you think would happen to Donald Trump if he came out as gay tomorrow? Do you think he would still get as many votes as he did in 2020 or 2016? They have no problem with canceling or censoring. They love it, as a matter of fact. They just don't want you to love it. They want you to think the left is doing it. They want you to be angry with others for doing it and don't want you to pay attention to what they're doing over here
5: and they're doing it
0: okay so let's go back to that thing he said about science right the nazi party wanted you to trust the science no literally no to all of that this guy obviously like does he not know is he lying is he just uninformed i don't know i'm not sure like where the guy's head is at but he's completely and totally wrong let's go back to don't be a sucker 1942 listen to this section of it here
11: there were others who spoke for truth and i am proud to say that
0: educators were among them
10: and what may i ask is an Aryan? i don't know myself
0: there's no such thing as race There's no such thing.
10: But let us see what our present so-called authorities have to say about him. They say he is tall.
0: This is Joseph Goebbels, uh, the propaganda minister for the Nazi party, I believe.
10: Slender.
0: Not sure who that guy is, but my God, I love this dude's accent. It's fantastic, right? This dude's a goddamn fucking hard-ass. The professor here that's pointing out all the inconsistencies? Blue-eyed
10: and blonde. There is no Aryan race. And more important, there is no master race. There are people who may find these ideas convenient, but science cannot support them. There is no scientific proof that there is any correlation between a man's racial characteristics and his native ability or character. In all racial groups, we find the same range of potentialities. We find idiots and geniuses. We find criminals and philanthropists. We must judge each man as an individual and not by the color of his skin or his eyes or by the length of his nose.
0: The reason he said the length of his nose is because hitler kept putting unusual characteristics onto the people that he hated he kept putting like propaganda magazines and posters and stuff kept putting like dehumanizing features on jews and and others that he didn't like that's why he mentioned that Or by the length of his nose come in gentlemen make yourselves comfortable he knew he was taking a great risk by talking about this in the first place this type of thing played out a lot in nazi germany like all the time this is one of the first group of people that the nazis went after was educators was scientific minds because they were the ones that could debunk the bullshit that Hitler was laying down on people about an Aryan race, a master race. They're superior to these people or those people or whatever else. That's why he went after them the way that he did. So this guy knew he was taking a huge risk by talking about this at all in the classroom. And the police bust in the door. Just yourselves was comfortable. There are many differences
10: between individuals. We each have different capabilities, different backgrounds, different views about what's right and what's wrong. Like the difference between me and these gentlemen who have just arrived. But that is not the difference in race. It is a difference in the way we think. Remember that. And remember that there is no master race. That is a scientific truth. Anyone who tells you otherwise is lying.
0: It was all about controlling people, it was all about dividing, lying to them, making them think that they were superior to everybody else, to build them up into a, a superhero type of figure, to make them feel special, to make them feel superior to this group over here that they didn't like. That's what it was all about, and we can see the exact same thing playing out today, right now, from the evangelical leaders. You know another propaganda method they like to use? It's something I like to call the Know You propaganda method logical fallacies and propaganda methods are commonly linked to each other but not always and not necessarily so you have different propaganda techniques that are typically based on certain logical fallacies like i said not always but they are linked to each other there's the no you logical fallacy called tu quoque and then there's the no you propaganda method that they're not technically linked to each other but i'm inventing the new propaganda method it's called No you the No you propaganda method i've come up with it you heard it here first it is the idea that these people try to accuse their enemies of what they are doing before their enemies have an opportunity to call them out for it i've just in my opinion unequivocally proven to you that hank kunneman is objectively acting more like a nazi than most people on the left than the democratic party is so why is he accusing the democratic party Of being Nazis when he very well knows what he's doing, right? He must. I can't imagine he doesn't know exactly what he's doing. He's using propaganda to point the finger in the other direction before it's pointed at him. That's what it's all about with these people. Let me know what you think about this in the comments or on Twitter at TelltaleAtheist. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, there's Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and coffee cups and stuff on there. You can also check out my other channels. I have a Telltale Unfiltered YouTube channel where I go through long-form videos like Kent Hovind's seminar series, Jehovah's Witnesses TV show, and televangelists prophesying about politics. And finally, you can check out my social media. If you have a question for me, the best way to ask it is to tweet it at me. I'm on there all the time so check it out all links are in the description as always anyway so that's all i've got for you thanks for listening